Hello. Hi. <risa> ya, llegamos. Sí, llegamos. Hey, seguimos. Uh. <risa> Welcome to Refresco Hour. It's nice to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So for the audience, just to give a little background, we're doing things a little bit different this time around, okay? We're about to give you some tips and tools of the trade from very own Marilyn Ramirez. Bueno, como está mi gente? Saludo. Um, do the people here, do they speak Spanglish? Yes, yes. I do okay. a little bit of both. I do Spanglish and then I kind of say whatever in English for translation, whatever the case may be. But typically it is Spanglish on the right. podcast. That's how we talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yo soy, I'm a native New Yorker, Marilyn Ramirez, as you said. I'm a mom. I was just thinking before, I was like, I've been a mom longer than I haven't been a mom. Because my son, my oldest son is 28. Wow. I have a 20, a 28-year-old. Um, he's a single father. I have my granddaughter with me right now. She's nine years old. Wow. He had her when um, when he was 18. Wow. I found out through I found out through Facebook <laughs> that he was having a baby. I think that's a what, what do they call it? The millennial way of announcing things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was in the middle of. Um, Of, uh, of staples with the kids, with, the, with my two younger kids. I have a, uh, my daughter's 16 and my son is 15. El bebé tiene 15 años. Mm -hmm. So I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in staples and then I see this Facebook post. Yo dije, ven acá. And then you know when you see something and then you start like investigating right there. Mm -hmm. I started like going through like other posts and then I was like, oh man. So I called him. I was like, are you having a baby? And there was like, like silence. Oh my and goodness. <laughs> the pressure. Oh. We've been through a lot, you know, but we're like in such a great place. My son is, uh, you know, he's 28. So he's an adult. He's almost 30 years old. And I'm still like, sometimes I'm 51. And sometimes I feel like I'm still like growing up, you know, like I don't feel mm -hmm. like, a, like a doña, like. <laughs> you know, like you know, like when right. you're younger and and you're like you have that doña, eh, como like you, when you get older, you're gonna feel like a certain way. I'm still yeah. like, guess I still feel young. You know, I'm like a. It's feel all young. about mindset. It's all about yeah. mindset sometimes. So here you are with all of this experience, and what I wanted to to really emphasize on is that right, like your experience, your experience living in in the city. You know, I was born and raised in the Bronx too, so you know what I buggy mean. Buggy down, like, buggy down, represent. <laughs> so, this episode is for you guys. It's for the audience. You know, we want to make sure to tailor out the best tips for navigating your best transplant life in the city. So, Marilyn came up with five tips right which we'll go into detail about and you know kind of provide examples of and all that good stuff um but i want i want her to finish you know introducing who she is because she does so much so i'm raising this crown right now y'all thank girl <laughs> thank you i needed that because right now um so i'll just i'm gonna just talk quick because you know how we do i could be up in here like for three hours and i'll still be like <laughs> 
Tú sabes, right. cafecito, you know? <laughs> so, I'm a teacher. I became a teacher because my oldest son has a learning disability. So, you know, mm. me como, I got well, into that. I did, a, I did a master's degree in sociology. And then I was like, okay, what do I do next? You mm -hmm. know, like, I can't just keep studying. I have, you know, I got married. I did the 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day Fiance thing. Like, anybody right, that knew about that. before it was that. a show. <laughs> um, so, boom, fast forward. You know, I'm a, I'm a single mom. I raised my three kids um, by myself. My oldest son had a, has a different father, so I was already a single mother. Whatever, don't judge me, okay? I got two baby daddies. Um, but uh, my community is really... You know, that's why, like, I, I wanted to be on your show, too, because everything that I do centers around my community. Mm. I'm a teacher in the same community where I was born and raised, uptown Manhattan. Um, I raised all my kids here. I'm a teacher and I'm an activist, too. I'm a, I'm a chapter leader. I just came out in the newspaper. <gasps> I, came out, I came out in Univision. You know, no. when you make it to the pues, Quack wow. News. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> Talking about Congrats. education. Thank you. Talking about education, you know, and like us uh, trying to go back into school and they're not like, I don't want to get into that because it's a lot. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, like all the school safe and all that. Um, but, but you're out here. Yeah, you're yeah. Wonder Woman, basically. I'm out here. Well, you know what? It's my community and everything that I do. Like I raise my kids with people in the community that help me out. La Doña, you know, that will have dinner for me. Mm -hmm. That will pick up my kids. So that's basically, to me, that's what New York is. But a lot of people are not going to see New York like that. Like, they're going to see New York like what you see on the postcard or what you see on TV, mm -hmm. or, you know? So I came up with five. You want me to just go right into it? Like Yeah, first? let's go. Okay. Let's dive right so into it. Let's talk about the first an, one. You need an apartment, right? Like, you can come and hang out. But if you don't have, you don't got your own crib, You ain't staying here for like more than a few days, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I just moved uptown again. I was living in, I'm originally from Inwood. I moved to the Bronx for Represent. seven years. Yeah, I was, I was on the Grand Concourse. I had a beautiful apartment there and everything, but I, we couldn't get, not even my daughter. My daughter was like, mom, you promised that we were moving back, right? To, to Inwood. So I, am from here i did research like for two years before i moved back i was already doing my research you know i got on the um like any group sites like you know like facebook groups like you mm -hmm. just like go in there and google the um the neighborhoods that you like like you have to do that type of research you can't come Because I don't know if people out there have money like that, but you ain't moving to to them buildings on 53rd Street and Park Avenue and, and Absolutely you know. Absolutely not. <laughs> so do your research, find out where you want to move to, um, go to those neighborhoods, check them out. But please don't come and try to gentrify neighborhoods any more than they are, Speak you know, like, because, the, like, that's okay. I, the music, I'm not gonna say like, I like music, like some the music is annoying too, you know, like at three in the morning, people are playing music, right? It's not like I want to hear music at that time, you know? But like the way some people, like they come into the neighborhoods and then they're like, oh, we're gonna get those people out of here. Like those are animals, those pigs and this and that. And like, you know, and it's like, just uh, start like trash talking everybody. 
So, and I want to speak on that a little bit too because I had an interview with a LA native here. Um, she was born in Mexico. Her name is Claudia. I interviewed who interviewed her yesterday, and she was talking about the same thing that it's happening here. You know, in in the more cultural populations of of these sub towns, Boyle Heights, you know, East LA are being gentrified as well. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes this struggle where you you as your community have worked so hard to establish this com- this sense of comfort that if somebody comes in and tries to change that, of course you're going to have an uproar, an uproar. Like that's just that's just a common thing that's going to happen because this is our this is our city. This is our neighborhood this is something that we want to protect so i definitely get that i grew up around here in the 80s okay that was like a war zone like with crack the cops like the, the approach you know and people talk about you know how there's like a like an epidemic a drug epidemic in the suburbs and um a lot of the youth are taking pills and all that right mm-hmm. but um in the 80s people were really like criminalized right like they just, absolutely you know and the and our neighborhoods were devastated back in the 80s right and now and who fixed those neighborhoods who who stayed in those neighborhoods the kids like all our kids that go to the neighborhoods you have your bodegas your laundromats like all your local businesses and everything and people and then um there's some we have some political representation too but you know how politicians are. i don't even want to get into the right. whole you know like <laughs> they could do so much better for us though Absolutely. you know because like um adriano espaya eh, el otro como que se llama eh, uh, rodriguez Ivanis Rodriguez, mm-hmm. people do not like him because everybody was saying that he's the one that's trying to do the whole rezoning up here mm. to make this more expensive, you know? Yeah, But, absolutely. It's, and it's important uh, that, that yeah. people know that coming in, especially if you're planning, audience, if you're planning on coming to New York and going to Inwood, going, going anywhere specific, know your community know exactly what it is that you're getting yourself into because there is comfort in community and communication and and valuing that comprehension that takes place with affirming the culture that's already there right and keep and keeping it you know not necessarily um keeping it a certain way at all times but evolving with the same traditions and and things that make that specific subtown it for you you know what i mean so i get that thank you for saying that because it's important you know like i've i've been through all the different stages like i used to hang out like i used to rep my block hard back in the day you know mm-hmm. and like do barbecues um drink you know like when you're like younger like that's part of the culture a lot of people yeah. like hang out like you play in the um in la pompa the you know the, oh, the fire hydrant i miss those days they don't do that over here you know that right <laughs> i know in, I L- in la <laughs> well, at least where i'm at <laughs> they don't do that they don't do the whole pompa thing um and the music thing is a big big letdown here like you cannot play music at least where i've lived and i lived in multiple places here in cali 
but like I've always gotten the same thing. Like minorities always get get the runaround when it comes to playing loud music or just playing music in general. I had a housewarming, no lie, and the cops were called on on me for even just playing the music for my housewarming. Wow. So you know it, it's it's pretty wild. I think there definitely has to be a, a culture difference, maybe here. That that's why it is the way it is, but I find it few and far between for me to find a, a a town that's okay with like playing loud music and you know what I mean, like these block parties and all the fun stuff that that the city brings. Yeah, I guess that's that's like very New York, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a lot out in the streets, you know, a lot of um, and and people really come together like that too, you know. That's why, uh, I don't know, I feel like people that, that want to gentrify the neighborhood, they don't see they don't see that part of the neighborhood, you know, like everybody coming together oh, and just absolutely. celebrating, mm-hmm. you know, and, and listening to music. Like right now, even, you know, with the Don Miguelo challenge, the Ike Fue. Oh, yeah. Ike Fue. <laughs> like, I did that with my granddaughter. We went we went down to La Marina. I'm like, I got to do this challenge, you I know, because you... <laughs> I love that so much. So let's get into the second, the second. Tip. Okay. So, yeah. And then just walk around that neighborhood, talk to the supers. The supers are the ones. I don't know if you have supers in, in LA. Yeah. But yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Okay. Try to get their phone number and all that. All right. Um, the second one is navigating the city. So the city, there's five boroughs in the city, right? You know, your five boroughs still. Claro que sí, claro que sí, me, huh? Uh oh, of course I do. All day, every day. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be in New York in a week and some change, so I'll be back. I'll be back. I got a I got an actual gig and a few other gigs I'm lining up musically, so I'm excited to be back. Nice. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to hear about that. Yes. So you have you have Manhattan, right? Everybody knows Manhattan, the Bronx. Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Poor Staten Island. People like nobody I know. Wants to visit. <laughs> nobody wants to go. <laughs> oh my god! So once, and then you have to learn how to use the subway. The subway is pretty easy to navigate. Also, like if you have one of those apps now, like the um, let me see what because I haven't even been I I haven't been in the subway since March. Since we started, you know, quarantine. Oh my gosh. But just, you know, any app, like a transit app, the one that I use is called transit actually, or even Google uh, maps, then, you know, you just learn how to navigate the city and go wherever you want to go and explore. Don't just stay in um, Times Square because that's like Disney World. You know, mm-hmm. people that come and they want to stay in, in Times Square is like, it's just like going to Disney World. So, you know, just find, find different neighborhoods that you want to, that you want to explore and walk around there. And, you know, if you really want to learn the culture and, and what's great about New York is that there's so many different communities here, right? Mm-hmm. And you have all these little enclaves still, like if you want to, you know, like um, Korean or uh, Dominican, I can tell you all that's like all uptown. Right, right. If you go to Queens, Queens, like Junction Boulevard, and you want to eat, you know, like Colombian food, Ecuadorian, you have everything there. So, like a melting pot of so many cultures, like in every borough, 
pretty much. Like, you want to get mostly Dominican food? Go, go to the Heights. You know, like, there's there's definitely little pockets that, that I... That's one of the things that I love about the city is having so much access to diverse cultures. Yeah. And and you could eat like that's that would be my third one. We could just go right into Yes. The food, I love <laughs> I love talking about food. <laughs> you know, I love I train capoeira. I do like my weight does fluctuate sometimes, you know, and like Same when you here, get older I feel too. That. But um, mm-hmm. I train capoeira. That's a Brazilian martial art. So I try to um, stay active, even though I haven't been training. This like that's I've been amazing. With the- that's like that. One of uh, my Greek friends, he does he does that, and it's a lot of flips and like it looks crazy technical. <laughs> so I admire you. That's amazing. Well, I'm not all like at that level. I can do like a cartwheel. Get it, girl. Hey. You know what I'm <laughs> but I like those like double flips up in the air. I ain't there. So, <laughs> but and I'm like, I'm probably not going to get there because I'm older. And, and um, a lot of people, like most people in Brazil, they start when they're kids. Mm. So they're ready doing capoeira. You know, like I started, I was like 40, I was like 42, 43 when I started. So, wow. you know, I do. I do it more like for um, like I want to stay flexible and all that, but I'm not going to try to do all these things because I've seen people break their legs and stuff, too. I'm not trying to break my any of my limbs. Yes, please. So we we do. We are not responsible (laughs) for any injuries uh, based on this interest in in this sport. Okay. (laughs) that's right. So navigating the the food, la comida. So. So, yeah, so go to those neighborhoods. You're going to eat a delicious meal. Trust me. I've been like, I've been, I've, I've had so many different foods here in New York City. You know, like um, Ethiopian, a Brazilian, you know, like, and you just go to those neighborhoods and you have, you have an authentic meal there. Like, don't go to Fifth Avenue. Please don't go to Fifth Avenue Ugh. and try to get rice and beans there. Please. Don't do that. Mm-mm. You know, one, you're going to pay like $50. Banque. And then, and then you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, Ooh, that food is not, you know why it's not good? Because it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to, you're going to go to that neighborhood and it's going to cost maybe like a fraction of what you're paying in, um, in the tourist trap. And I, you know? I want to add, add to that too, because don't discriminate y'all against these small small businesses that don't got the modern freaking uh sunroof and all this fancy fancy new stuff that you see in modern coffee shops these days or anything like that don't be intimidated by a little dirt on the floor okay the smallest the smaller businesses sometimes have the best food <laughs> yeah so don't be intimidated. I encourage, if anything, I encourage it. Um, and just be mindful. Obviously, you you could read reviews. You could do what you got to do. Again, emphasis on, on what she was saying is research, right? But also yeah. maintaining like, oh, I really do want authentic food. So where do I find mm-hmm. it? Oh yeah, I want I want a, I want my food to come from a clean place too, you know. And like that's why like anything that you're gonna do, I'm a native here in New York. I do my research, even when I go to like a, a any restaurant anywhere that I get my food. 
even if it's just like the little uh, Mexican shop where I get my tacos near my job, you know, like you want them like that's that's like a standard in a restaurant now. Right. They get in here in New York. They have to put their letter grade on the outside of their window. So everybody wants that A, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. Um, what's one of your favorite food spots? Just just one. I know I know you probably have a lot like I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, but if you boy. if you were craving one one spot tonight for dinner, what are you gonna get? I've been craving Mama Sushi's. Ooh, that's up, uptown in um actually that's right around the corner, almost from where I live on Dykeman. There's like a restaurant. I call it the Mangu Packing District. You know, there's like <laughs> all these restaurants there. They're, they're a little bit more. Um, they're not your. They're like the, a little bit more upscale, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like this type of, um, um, they do these, um, like this, you could get like the traditional sushis, but you could get like some Dominican sushis too. Like they, use, they um, como que lo hacen con plátano, o cal, con carne adentro. Nice. You know, like they do like these little rolls and stuff. It's really, it's really good. It's like, an, and the place has a ni- very nice ambiance, you know? And well, now everybody's doing the outdoor dining, mm-hmm. but um, they, they did a really nice job to set everything up again. Yeah, they they actually started doing that recently over here. I'm in North Hollywood in LA. And they, the whole strip where the bars are, they they blocked off a lane, so you can't even park on that block. Mm. It's, it's like dedicated for the outdoor seating, which is wild to me. But you know, it's the times we're living that people got to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to make their money. Absolutely. So let's go. So moving on, fourth tip. All right. Woo! So let's go because you know New York is an expensive town. Mm-hmm. Not gonna try to front. So you want to look for those free and low cost events. Yes. I'm always, whenever I'm active, like obviously right now, you know, everything is on hold. So, but when we get back, mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully, you know, start doing things. Um, yeah, just, I, w- I always go like on Instagram. Um, actually, I have a, I have a really like very New York story about um, this, this band that I really like. It's called Hooray for the Hip Um for the riffraff hey. Hooray for the riffraff mm-hmm. you know them no 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 i haven't heard of them tell me more hey, alinda alinda sagarra she's the she's the lead singer and she's actually from the bronx she's from marble hill wow uh-huh. you put me she on moved. i'm excited mira yeah she moved down by i think it was like louisiana que se yo ya se fue de su casa <laughs> And then, tu sabes, like, who did it? Like, <laughs> right, verdad. Who didn't leave their house? Honestly. Pero ella, pero ella se fue, se fue. She wanted to go and explore, like, you know, another way of life. Se fue para Louisiana. ¿Tú me entiendes? Mm-hmm. Pero como que ella entonces tuvo, like, she wanted to, to like, explore her roots and stuff again. Mm-hmm. So she, um... She has two, she has like a few albums, but like I learned about her. I don't even know. I think it was probably like Latina magazine a long time ago. Some somewhere where they say, oh, um, artists that you should know or, you know, something like that. So and then I say, oh, let me listen to her music. And I liked it. So I kept listening to her and following her music. So one day I'm in the train and I see this thing on Instagram because I follow again. I follow like different hashtags. 
for like just look for different hashtags that are like events that you like mm. you know and like this was like a parks event and she was doing a free concert all the way downtown and parquecito i had never even been there wow but you know you find your way around and now everybody has the gps on their phone so <laughs> i'm like oh wow that's like 20 minutes from here so i i went with my daughter and my granddaughter and we spent the afternoon there right in front watching this artist that i love like she's like one of my favorite artists right now you know and mm -hmm. i'm like how cool is this but that's something that um that you could do if you live here because it's not gonna be like don't come for va on vacation think like oh, oh man i didn't get to do whatever whatever because everything is like spread out and you gotta like you gotta like do your research and and then you know you're gonna have like different opportunities like with john i saw john leguizamo also with my son, oh, my son wow. i have a, i have a picture of him with my son oh that's so my dope. oldest son wow. and i saw a free play because they were testing you know when they do that audience testing mm -hmm. i've been to a few of those nice. when they when they're testing and then you get to see it for free you get to sit right there with Listen, the artist. Marilyn got the plug for you guys right now. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, this is going to be so, so crucial for people that have every intention of coming to, to the city. I love it. I love it. It's definitely doable. You know, you have to you have to be a little frugal. You can't be thinking or try to keep, keep up with people and stuff like that. You know, I was going to talk about fashion. But I was like, eh, that's not going to be, like, um, like real for me to come here and talk about, like, oh, like, you know, the style. Like, when in doubt, just wear black. If you're going to go out. You know, you're going to go out at night. You want to look good. Just, I don't know, maybe in over there in, in Cali, you have better style than we do over here. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I would have to say... I have mixed reviews when it comes to, to styling, pero at the same time, I usually go outwards for fashion and advice. Um, but I love the whole, I love the urban city look. Like for me as an artist, like that's something that that's classic. I don't stray, I try not to stray away from it unless, you know, I'm trying to mm -hmm. be cute with my girls, you know, I'm out and about mm -hmm. doing the dang thing. Um, but yeah, like I love that 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 you have these access to free and low cost events because it's always like, oh, let's go see a Broadway play and mm -hmm. you know whatever all this that costs. Oof, I don't even want to name it. And I have been to I have been more, but you know what? But those I've been to a lot of Broadway plays and the I've paid. I think I paid for one. I took my son to see. Um, beauty and the beast oh, that's when he beautiful. was like four my 28 year old but the rest of the place that i went to for some reason it was either um oh because I, I studied at fordham university and i took this theater course mm -hmm. wow i just remember that one that Oof. was that i went to so many different plays and a lot of, and like three broadway plays Oh that was gosh, a fun class. That sounds fun. Oh my but you can get I, I went to um I went to this other play with um uh uh her name is Stacy Ann Chin. She's a she's a writer, she's an activist mm -hmm. and um she does uh she she does like a one woman show also and um you know Cynthia Nixon from uh from what is it Sex in the, yeah, Sex in the City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so uh, she was producing Stacey Ann's show. Wow. And they had, they had, that was a free event. That was all free. Look at that. You know? So there's a lot. There's a lot of different plays. There's like, like if you like plays, if you like concerts, the Lincoln Center puts a lot of concerts that's usually like in the summer, like towards the end. There's a lot of events there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, do your research. Don't be lazy. Don't be like, oh, <laughs> let me look on, I don't know, like, where do people look to, um, like, TripAdvisor. Right, you right. Know? Like, let me go on TripAdvisor and get and see what we're going to do. And they'll charge you, like, to walk on the street and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I love the, I love the fact that you mentioned even the fact of Facebook groups because over here... The, the comparison to Facebook groups are, I'm not even going to lie, Craigslist for like when you're mm. looking for roommates here. It's not like, oh yeah, there's a serial killer, you know, like mm-hmm. people utilize Craig's, Craigslist here so much to rent rooms because obviously it's expensive. Cuesta mucho aquí. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, so Craigslist is like the equivalent to to you utilizing Facebook for for like community stuff and and all those things like that but I agree with with also navigating the system and and really like enjoying the subway rides and getting to know like the lines you know the two train you know what I'm saying the six train mm-hmm. everything yeah um, and then with food and the neighborhood will ultimately lead you to knowing more about these free and local events. So last but not least, we have tip number five. All right. So number five, I know I probably said a lot and you're still like, damn, that's a lot to like, yeah, you want to move to New York City? Then Get ready. Do your <laughs> research, you know, but then find your rhythm, Ooh. you know, find your rhythm in the city. Mm. because there's like that generic rhythm again the the Times Square the Disney World of uh, of New York City that you just see people you know you could stand there I like to I still like to people watch I don't know is that weird? no it's like, not people like do that's... it here all the time I do it <laughs> and and you know I like to stand somewhere some like some places and just watch people and then that look of like anxiety like I'm, I gotta run I gotta like you know, I gotta like get this done. I always have a lot of stuff that I'm doing, you know, but I'm like, I have my own rhythm and I'm chilling. Like just before, um, before I, I jumped on here with you, I was sitting in un banquito, just writing a little bit, listening to some music, you know, mm-hmm. relaxing, communing with nature a little bit. Like, you know, you find your little places. Like, let me just chill here. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always have to be like, oh, no, because these people, everybody's on the go. On the go is New York City. You got to be now. Nah, find your rhythm. Mm. Like, yeah, sometimes you got to go fast. Sometimes you slow down. Like, like learn how to balance it. You know, like the same way that you try to balance everything in your life is the way that you have to see New York City and like you know New York City has everything that that you could possibly want and there's a lot a lot of opportunities here you know but you got to learn how to like sort of um I don't know is like you have to have that relationship and 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 you got to be good to New York and New York is going to be good to you mm-hmm. you know and in that and in that you find your rhythm absolutely oh 
I'm a, I have to snap to that. Oh my god! Thank you. And and it's so true because again, like when I got here to LA, I had to find my own rhythm here because I was so used to the and everybody here is like, yeah, chill, bro, watch the waves, <laughs> like relax, like. And I'm like, nah, I gotta get stuff done. I don't know what you're talking about, but. <laughs> You know, like it's too much to the other side yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> it's so it was so interesting for me um because i have like i still have that uh nyc ambition and that drive and almost that like time crunch kind of hustle and that that's what definitely stands stands um us east coasters that live out here apart from a lot of people mm-hmm. that that are natives because we have that sort of drive and I love the idea of finding your rhythm. That cheese spot. Tell them girl, find your rhythm people, find your find rhythm. Your rhythm. Know, know exactly what it is that that you're in, intended to to find when you are doing that. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of ups and downs to to moving. Period. Oh yeah. Okay. And so when she says find your rhythm, there's so many ways based on your experience, your likes, your interests, things that you don't want to do, but maybe a friend wants you to try, you mm-hmm. know, being open, but also applying those boundaries as needed, wherever you, yeah. wherever you need to. It's important because there's a lot of that obviously you know there's always a lot going on and different events and invitations you know mm-hmm. i mean damn i don't want to sound like a <laughs> no you're not no 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 because I've, okay. I've, felt the, I've felt the same way i'm very extroverted um i feel like during this quarantine i've become an ambivert like i actually like <laughs> I like the alone time. Like I like charging in that way sometimes, but I miss people so much. (laughs) But that's what, you know, that that's what I love about this neighborhood because around here, I I like to be, I'm like that too. What is it called? Is it an ambivert? Yeah, when you're a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. A mí me encanta también. I love to walk around and say hi to people. Hola, hi. How's everybody doing? You know? Mm -hmm. But I like to retreat too. I like to be by myself. I like like times of solace, you know? Como tranquilita. In my solitude. Oh my gosh. Yes. All right. So with with all these five tips, I hope you guys really, really take it into account when you are considering New York City, right? And there's gonna be so much more. I'm sure we'll we'll come up with more episodes to kind of come together for because I absolutely love this. What are what are some things that you feel grateful for in the process of living in the city and and you know community? Oh, um, that's exactly what I'm grateful to. I'm grateful for the community, um, you know, growing up with my, you know, in my, when I was, when I was younger and having my, my abuelos here, my aunts, uncles, primos, primas, you know, and then 
as I got older and then being, I'm, like I said before, I'm a single mother. So I had, I had the doñas helping me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like people looking out for you in the community, you know, and having that bodega in the corner que te fiaba when you didn't have enough money to pay and you, you know, te pago next week, you know, like things like that, mm-hmm. that, that really help you out. And you know, and just, uh, just like the whole, like the community aspect of it. Mm. Like it's a big city, but it's a small town at the same time. And, and people have really been here for me and looked out for me and, and helped me out with my kids. So I'm grateful for that. I love that. And where can people, where can people find you girl? Cause you, you have so much to you. <laughs> Where can people oh, find you? Oh, thank you. Of course. Girl, you are elevating me today. Absolutely. <laughs> Raising that crown. Always. Always. So I recently started writing. Um, that's, how, that's how we met, yes. right? Like we met. <laughs> Through Dominican writers. Hey. Yeah. So Dominican writers, Angie Abreu, um, she's amazing. You know, she gave me my first opportunity when we all, I came together, I, I answered a call for um, a Washington Heights memoir project. So we all got together in a cafe, um, word up, um, not a cafe, it's a, it's a bookstore. A little <laughs> extra. <laughs> uh, word up, it should be a cafe. It too. should. Uh, word up bookstore in Washington Heights. And, and then out of that, we all, like a group of us, she formed a, a WhatsApp chat. And I didn't even consider myself a writer. And since then, I've, I've published a couple of pieces. I published on Dominican writers. I just got a, a scholarship with Quelly Journal that is amazing. Ooh. You know, it's for um, writers of color. Yes. So I am like just, um, you know, like I'm still like just trying to take this all in. And, you know, I'm writing, like just moving back to the community. I'm like, that's like my, my project is working on this uh like a memoir that I'm that I'm working on but I'm like thinking like I'm writing I want to write an essay like but I've done like some short stories and poetry you Oof. know how it is like your mind just goes all over the place you know that's how my project is right now with writing and and the accountability group that we got going on I know I gotta go back I haven't I haven't been back I'm like but i'm on i'm on instagram if you want to follow yes. me marilyn marilyn.canela canela is my um capoeira name we all have a nickname in capoeira I love that. So, um i'm in on twitter um twitter right now i'm focusing a lot on uh on union stuff so if you want to hear what's going on in new york city with the schools reopening, you can follow me right now. If not, you know, maybe like I like to talk about like, you know, social things too. It's underscore Marilyn Ramirez. And I just recently started my website, MarilynRamirez.com, but it's still, you know, work in progress. Yes. Oh, so much life. So much life. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I'm going to raise. Thank you for I- having I'm me. I'm going to raise the glass and do a ghetto clink. Oh, clink, clink. I'm right here with Tamaki, you. Tamaki. Thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers to you and your success to the scholarship, to so many things headed your way. I'm so, so grateful that we met <laughs> in the I first know. place. And I'm glad we could provide these tips to to fellow transplants. Que se quiere mudar. That you guys want to try something new. 
do it if that's what you want follow follow what you want to do you know absolutely well thank you so much for being a part of refresco hour this is your girl v annie all right v annie thank you besos nos vemos bye okay bye